0: Hey everybody! Welcome to this episode of the Tech Connects podcast. I'm one of
1: Yay! your hosts,
0: Dan, wow, and I'm here with my colleagues, wow. Ben and Tanya, and we make up the the Coloma Technology Department. So we're going to jump right in today. Well, and- we we make up we make up like like three fifths of the Coloma Department. Yes, we're the instructional portion of the Coloma Technology Department. We can't forget about Mike. And then our Barry and Risa guys. Our Barry and with, Risa uh, guys. With Matthew and um, Nathan out there. They're the guys making it out. happen. Yeah, they're the ones that know about boxes and wires. And we're the one, we're the pretty faces that that sell you these things. So, <laughs> jeez, man. Like, come on. <laughs> hey, how high a pedestal are you
2: building here for us?
0: <laughs> and we are amazing. We do amazing things. So, we're going to kick this off with what's going on in the world of Ben. What's going what's, on in Ben's world.
2: Well, we don't even get a proper introduction. That's,
0: oh, I come introduced on. you both today. You did. The you shot clock. Did. We got a lot to cover today. Okay.
2: What's going on in my world? <laughs> I am trying um, to chase down a few issues that have been plaguing some teachers for quite a while now. I sent out an email a few weeks ago just saying, hey, everyone, I know it's been a super stressful year, but you got to let us know when issues pop up because mm-hmm. even if they're tiny little issues, you know, if we can just go down there and oh, I fixed it myself. Awesome. Great. You know, that's 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 super. Uh, but if if it's if it's a little issue and and you just start dealing with it and someone else is having a little issue and they're dealing with it and someone else is having and and they don't report it, then those little issues turn into a big issues. And so like something we just discovered in the last week there's a, there's, there's a potentially issue with the internet in one of the, the hallways of the uh, junior high that's been affecting, it, uh, infecting, affecting at least a couple teachers um, stuttering video problems, airplane problems, stuff like that. Um, and so that's, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, I'm glad that people are telling us now, they'll tell us mm-hmm. about these things so that we can take care of it. Um, and that's, and I, and I just point that one out just because simply I just was talking with those teachers about it, but there's other little issues like that around the district where, you know, even if it's something that hasn't been resolved, let us know. Cause every single time it pops up again, that's a new piece of data for us to, uh, investigate and possibly come to a solution.
0: For sure. So we're solving problems. Yes. And yes. I just
2: broke my 15 second. You did break your shot clock,
0: clock roll there. Yep. All right, Tanya, what's going on with you? What's up?
1: Uh, Well, I've uh, just been kind of trying to check in with uh, a few teachers uh, and uh, working on some data this week. Really been kind of the highlight.
0: Yeah, data is important. So for me, I hit record this time. So those that don't know, behind the curtain view here is uh, we did this last Friday for about 45 minutes when I finally recognized that we were not recording it. So this is kind of a redo broadcast type thing here. And that's what's up with me as I remember to hit record this time. So <laughs> moving on.
1: <laughs> Yay!
0: So, <laughs> so moving on, we're going to start answering some student questions. So we put out a survey to the students um, a couple weeks ago and asking them just kind of basically what would they like to know um, and that we we're going to answer these questions on our podcast. So it's a little bit of transparency and we're bringing some student voice in, which is super important. So we're going to kick this off with some easy ones first. So. Ben or Tanya, would you guys like to answer the first question from Cage? No. What is your podcast I mean, I mean, yes. called? Oh, yeah. So Cage would like to know what is your podcast called and what is it on? It's it's the Tech Connect podcast, and it's about technology in education, specifically technology in this district. I think that sums it up. Tanya, you have anything to add?
1: Uh well, you can subscribe to it uh, on any platform that you like should be available.
0: That's iPhone, true. Android. Yep. So, so Google. Tanya just helped answer Molly's Windows, question. Windows phone. Uh, does Windows phone still exist? Yeah, there's still some people rocking those. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, but Molly would like to know how do you subscribe to the podcast? And I think Tanya kind of said, you know, we're available everywhere. You want to check Spotify. You want to check, <laughs> you know, Pocket Cast. You want to check Apple Podcast. You want to check Google Google Podcast. It's all out there. We're available. Um, Search for and, Tech Connect, and we will uh, provide you links to all of the above when we send this out.
2: It's so, great. It's great listening in 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 the evening before bed when you need something to just put you to sleep. Don't don't
0: subscribe to the Calm app. Listen to us. <laughs> we have your sleep stories for you.
2: One of our teachers is using the Calm app in her classroom, and I love it. It's awesome. It's one of That's those things. Cool. We gave a few teachers um, some iPads this year um, to be able to to teach remotely in their classroom and an Apple TV. And so one of them, I know she's been using that Calm app in the classroom to kind of like provide this centered sort of, you know, just calming environment. And it's really cool. It's really nice. I feel better every time I walk into that classroom.
0: So Yeah, definitely. So Isabel would like to know, what do we talk about on this podcast? So So what do we do? Like, what is our what's our script per se? What's our, what do we do? Well,
1: we really like questions from, you know, teachers and students and other, you know, staff members in the district.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really just, it's, it's really the focus is, is what, what do you want to know? What do you know about, want to know about technology? Uh, in the classroom or technology in general um from students from teachers from anyone that listens because uh, a lot of the work that happens with technology in a school district is kind of behind the scenes the only thing you really see is like something broke here's the person to fix it Mm -hmm. or the internet work the the internet doesn't work so that's a bummer or ben came and, and, and 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 made something better or worse and like that's yeah (laughs)
0: yeah so basically we try to provide a a glimpse into what the technology department's working on and some transparency into our work efforts Mm -hmm. so that's what i would sum that up as all right so it had a couple easy ones just about the basic podcast here's one about the internet in our school so lucas would like to know what internet provider the school uses, and how does the school get its internet between the two, the between the multiple buildings? So first, who's our internet provider?
2: AT and T and the Merit Network. AT and T provides our internet connection between here and the Barry and Risa. The Barry and Risa is then connected um, through the Michigan, the MySEN, the, the Michigan State Educational Network. Uh, and Merit, which is a nonprofit internet provider, um, that connects us to the rest of the world, and that happens over fiber optic cables, which is basically uh, very, very thin strands of uh, glass, um, is is what it's terminal is what it's usually referred to as in the industry. Um, very, very thin, flexible. Uh, fiber optic strands that can
0: carry information at very very high rates of speed awesome so super technical but yes we we do connect um those things lucas also wants to know a little bit about our servers and what do we use them for so what kind of servers do we have and and what are their specifications if you know off the top of your head and finally like what are we using our servers for i don't know if this is like a a phishing attempt to kind of know what to look for and how to take the school down <laughs> you know, or what. I'm but... going
2: to Google PowerEdge <laughs> servers, exploits. Um, they're pretty well protected. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, I guess you, we are what you would call a Dell and a Cisco shop, and shop meaning, um, you know, your environment. And uh, our servers, our Dell servers is what uh, um, runs things like the internet filter, um, our file storage, print server, things like that. Those are Dell PowerEdge servers. Uh, I forget the actual make, or I forget, I know the make, it's a Dell. I forget the models on those uh, as well as the specs, but the specs that are in them are well above consumer grade stuff. This is like actual data center server stuff. Um, and then Cisco for all of our networking stuff. The Cisco gear switches uh, access points and uh, wireless controller that's in charge of getting the internet all over the district.
0: All right. So, servers, fun. That, that stuff is all Greek to me. So, um, and Greek's not one of the languages we offer here. So, um, <laughs> you know, for sure with that. So now we have a that's couple. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Because Greek is a pretty, pretty impressive language. Uh, you know, we, we can were offer watching...
2: that. Tanya, would you like to? Would you like to teach Greek next year?
1: I can teach anything.
0: <laughs> correct answer <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, it's easy we were watching uh, at my house the other night we had the big fat greek wedding on my big fat greek wedding and mm-hmm. just how the dad in the, the movie is like every word you say can be traced back to greek so mm-hmm. it'd be a useful language to know it'll help you with your english that's what it comes down to alright so moving past that kind of stuff Um, you know we, we've done a couple easy ones we've done some of that stuff now it's what I'd like to call like kind of the troubleshooting piece of it. So this is the questions about specific device issues and, and how we can offer up some assistance for those things. So first and foremost, Wanda would like to know why do our Chromebooks sometimes have a hard time starting up and what can we do to solve those issues? So, um, you know, she kind of mentioned in her question that, you know, she was sure that she charged her battery. So it wasn't like a battery issue. Um, but definitely kind of, you know, how can we avoid slow startups with our Chromebooks? Tanya, you had an excellent answer for this
2: uh, last time. The time we when, did not
0: record. The time we
2: did not record. The time that that someone, <laughs> someone in this conversation shall not be named. did not record. <clears throat>
1: oh, uh, well, I believe it had something to do uh, along the lines of, um, making sure that uh, you are not just closing the lid on your Chromebook every single time and mm-hmm. actually going through the process of shutting it down and kind of letting it rest. Yes. Um, it may also have something to do with how much stuff you have downloaded, uh, you know, as far as files and, um, you know, it, it, the memory on our Chromebooks are, is very limited. Uh, it's not meant to be a you know gaming computer by any means and super fast but the more uh the more files and the more space uh that you have taken up on your chromebook probably will have an effect on uh its speed
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: yeah yep. was that no, 15 two... seconds yeah the... yes <laughs> <laughs> so another another idea like just to kind of make sure you're going through and doing that is using the power refresh. So to do a power refresh, you would above the three key, there's a like kind of rounded arrow, looks like the refresh button in your browser. And then if you do that button above the three and the power button at the same time, it will basically be a a hard reset for the device, which will kind of help eliminate some of those memory issues and that kind of stuff that you may come across when you do that. So super simple to do. Because they're Chromebooks, because there's no moving parts, because it's all solid state technology, you know, you're going to be definitely kind of back up and running under a minute. And that's very, you Easily. know, that's a long time. Easily. Under a minute. The Chromebooks are advertised. They boot up in eight seconds. So, you know, that kind of quick, easy fix right there that you can help to uh, help help make those a little bit smoother. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the next question. Shania would like to know, if there are a whole bunch of people on the internet, does it slow down? So back to kind of a little bit of our internet question here. So if we have a bunch of users, does our internet slow down?
2: Uh, Short answer, yes. Long answer, eh, it really depends. Um, We've got a lot of technologies, like I mentioned before, the, the network switches and the wireless controller and everything that are made by Cisco that help shape the packets and help um, manage all of packets being information packets um, that are going uh, on our network. Um, and so uh, they really help reduce the amount that is going to any one device. Uh, that having been said, we do have a theoretical limit. So you gotta imagine it like a, uh, um, like the pipes in your house, you got water coming in and if you're just washing the dishes, you know, or you're just taking a shower then that's fine, right? But if you're taking a shower and then somebody starts washing the dishes and then somebody's watering the lawn and then someone flushes the toilet, that's a lot of water getting used all at once. You're in the shower and all of a sudden, you know, your pressure goes down and it's just dribbling out because there's only so much coming into the house. Um, The internet is kind of the same way, although it does go both ways. It comes into the district. Our information comes into the district and back out of the district. So... um, The good news is we got a really, really big pipe with a lot of water or a lot of uh, information that can flow through that. So in all likelihood, you'll probably never have that here in the district because we're always looking for ways to make that bigger. Um, But theoretically, it could happen.
0: Yeah. On the other end, too, you've got some, uh, it could be potentially on the other websites issues. So if you have a whole bunch of people trying to go to one website, their pipe might be thinner. And they may cause issues. And and I'm thinking back to the beginning of the school year, I'm pretty sure Edgenuity and some of those other online curriculum providers for all of a sudden had way more kids on them at any given time. And they started to definitely see some significant slowdown um, on their sites. Same, I think, with GoGuardian. I think at the beginning of the year, GoGuardian, one of our internet filter providers, um, was definitely struggling with it because of you know the whole back end thing is a whole bunch of schools got a whole bunch of money to, for remote learning, and one of the things they wanted to do was be able to filter the internet at home yeah. um and all of a sudden you had like the first couple of days of school and you've got way more kids on the service than it had ever been on the service before, and it just overwhelmed the service. so kind of keep that in mind. so Tanya, this next one's for you Yes, Lisbeth would uh, like would like to would know. Like to know. Why does the Why mouse does tend the mouse? to
1: freeze? Well, it could actually be uh, a hardware issue. There could be a problem within your Chromebook that may need attention. If it happens kind of more than more often than you think it should, it could be mm-hmm. uh, it could be a, something inside that's kind of been jostled loose. Mm-hmm. Um, it could also, you know, be kind of a processing issue. You know, you might be trying to click and do more than what it is kind of capable of processing at a time.
0: The computer's tired.
1: Yes. Yeah. Too too many flushes.
0: So fixes. What are our fixes for a situation <laughs> like that? Uh, well, let's see. The software ways. Uh, you
2: can try the power refresh. So that's mm-hmm. the power button and the refresh key that you talked about earlier. Boom, you can try that. Um, If that doesn't work, um, then you bring it down to the office. They'll put in a ticket because we actually have to physically open up the Chromebook. We, the technology department, Mr. Glassman, will open it up. Not students, not staff. Okay, let us do it. Um, And we know exactly what needs to – it's probably just a little um, uh, cable inside that has come loose. And we have a fix. We are pretty solid, is a is 100% permanent fix.
0: Um, that boop, boop, we fixed that cable and it's good to go. It's amazing that we figured out the 100% fix, and Dell hasn't, but that's a different well, story. Well, I mean,
2: you know, <laughs> but of course, now that I've said that, there's some kid out there in seventh grade going, I've
0: had mine fixed four times. So it's probably accurate, yeah. So opening up Chromebooks leads us into our next question where Ethan wants to know about the diamonds on the inside of his Chromebook and how do they charge. So, so Mr. Rhymes, <laughs> I'll let you handle this one. <laughs> there are no diamonds.
2: <laughs> there are diamonds. Well, I guess it depends. Are you playing Bejeweled on your Chromebook? Because, I mean, if, if, if you are, then, you know, you might... Uh... Is Bejeweled <laughs> still a game or did Candy Crush knock that out? jewel, I don't know. Bejeweled was my game back... No, Bejeweled was not. I was a, I was a um, Peggle guy. Um, but anyways, um, there are no diamonds inside. Uh, um, there may be... There, there are some precious elements inside of computers. Gold, um, silver, copper, things like that. Um, some of the basic elements of diamonds uh, may be uh, in there. Um, but not like pressure. actual... Yeah. Not like, it's not like actual, you know, real diamonds, not chunks of gold or silver or copper or anything like that. They're just going to be in trace amounts and uh, they're going to be spread out through the entire device. Um, so charging, charging though is, um, I mean, they're pretty standard lithium ion batteries. Um, I do not know the, 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 the chemistry of how that works. Um, do you, do you know, Tanya? No, she's no. shaking her head. No, not you. Not no. your. Not your field of expertise. No. <laughs> but they are they are lithium uh, ion batteries inside of these things.
0: So for for an overall summary, there are no diamonds in your Chromebook. Therefore, the diamonds do not charge. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. All right, next question. This one came from a few students, but they're kind of curious, what does the technology department do around here? So what are some things the technology department does? Uh, What's their role? What's their responsibility? Well, what do you do? What do I do? Yeah. I am an instructional technology specialist. So I help implement technology in the classrooms, work with teachers to understand a little bit more about technology and learning with technology um, and, and how, you know, we can support student learning using our technology.
1: That was beautiful. Yep. Thank you. 15 that's seconds cool. or less. There
0: you yeah. go. So what, what, what about yeah, you,
1: Tonya? Uh, yeah, we provide professional development uh, support for teachers. Um, we try to kind of throw out ideas uh, if they come to us um, and say, you know, I'd like to include some technology in this lesson. Uh, we're usually there for uh, support. They can kind of uh, hire us out. They can hire us in. Uh, we can come in, uh, hang out and um, help support their classrooms and uh, you know, some user level support. Um, but for the most part, uh, we're here to you know, provide some ideas and answers and just help things continue to move smoothly.
2: Uh, you you got it right there in a nutshell that's what we're here for we're here we're here to support we are here to support all the technology in the district and and make sure it's being used fully
0: yep all right so with that we're actually going to split this episode into two separate episodes to keep it nice and short so we'll be back in your feed with the next part of this episode soon